Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hello, everybody. This is your girl, Kim, here, and welcome to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. And you know what? I would love to say that there is a shit ton of stuff to talk about as far as the Bravo world, and there kind of is. There are certain things that are going on that are pretty fucking huge. So we will get into that with What the Bravo? If you haven't heard already, I will inform you. And honestly, if you're a real Bravo fan, you probably got it on your phone. Ding, 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 ding about the big news. First off, Stassi Schroeder, Kristen Doty, Brett and Max. I don't know their last names because I don't really care. But (laughs) anyways, all four of them, they got fired fired from Vanderpump Rules uh, for their racist remarks from their past years. And that is the huge thing that's going on. However, that came out first. But then we also learn that Stassi is pregnant. She got knocked up. So I'm sure it's a very difficult time for her. And damn. So with all of that said, though, with the four of them fired, well, I mean, really, let's just say, okay, the two, they're, they were like supporting people, whatever, whatever. But Stassi and Crazy Kristen, right? Without those two, is the show going to go on? Will Vanderpump Rules be done? As I said in the past, I felt that they were trying to look for content to really make the show exciting and all this shit. So definitely didn't know that any of this was going to happen. And I never knew that any of them did that, which is fucked up. But anyways, I definitely thought that the show was going to be done after this year. However, with all of this stuff that's going on, now people are really questioning, are they even going to come back? Like, what's Lisa going to do and all this kind of stuff? So we will have to see that pan out. And once I find out, I'll let you guys know because I'm as clueless as you guys. We'll see if Vanderpump Rules will continue with seasons to come. So with that, let's move on a little bit. Now, if you guys have been watching Watch What Happens Live at Home with Andy, he's been doing some pretty cool stuff. I think for last Monday and Tuesday, maybe Wednesday too, I can't remember. So he's having the housewives like Portia, Candy, and Giselle on the show to talk about racial injustice with everything that's going on. So he's creating this dialogue uh, for viewers like us. And while it's an uncomfortable conversation to have for people, again, it is necessary to move forward to make this change that we want to make. So if you haven't checked out those episodes, I would definitely say go on Bravo on their website to take a listen and and watch it because I think it was really informative. Moving on to a lighter note. You guys haven't been watching Below Deck. (sighs) Below Deck. First of all, I've been watching uh, the first two episodes of the new season. So go me. I can't even believe I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. Okay. Hannah, eventually, I think I found out too, currently in present day, I think she's pregnant. Way to go, Hannah. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. But she's, I don't think she's going to be on the show anymore. Obviously, if she's pregnant, it's going to be hard for her to work anyways on a boat. 
Um, Laura on Below Deck. She's being a real big bitch. I mean, let's just be serious, okay? Uh, she doesn't want to do her job, essentially. I know she's pretty butthurt that she can't be the chief stew because apparently she was chief stew on another boat that she worked on. So my whole thing is, look, sister, if you were chief stew on another boat and you knew that you were coming on this show as, what is it, chief stew, first stew, th- I don't know the ranking, but if you knew that you weren't going to be Chief Stew coming on this boat, why the fuck would you take the job? If you just want to be on TV, that's cool, but you can't end up being a bitch because honestly, I feel like she's going to go. Tonight's episode, she's sitting there with Hannah and Captain Sandy because Hannah's already gone up to Captain Sandy and was like, what the fuck? Laura's a bitch. She's not doing her job. Anytime I ask her, even if it's a simple little task like, hey, Laura, can I get a Kleenex? She's like, no, you can't get a Kleenex. I can't do it. Come on. Help out your chief stew because you have to. That's your fucking job. Okay. so, yeah. I almost feel that Laura is probably going to go tonight. And uh, first of all, I don't even think, do they even have guests on the ship? I think they, yeah. It's the third episode. Yeah, okay, I'm an idiot. They do have guests on the ship, but it's their first charter. And I'm almost going to be super surprised if she ends up staying for the rest of the charter. Because this bitch is crazy and she's not doing her job. Like, you need to fire her. Captain Sandy, you need to let her go. Because, Laura, you have a huge attitude problem. And all I'm saying is you just got to calm down. It's not that serious. Calm down. Moving on to my gal pals of New York. I love this recent episode. I think Bravo did it right yet again with the editing. I loved how this was such a great farewell to Tinsley. We see that her and Scott get back together, even though we've known that already just because this happened way in the past. So I love the fact that they did this. It was just a really nice farewell. You know, she was coming to the girls and she was like, hey, Scott and I are back together and all this kind of stuff. If you watched Watch What Happens Live after the New York episode was on, she was on there, Tinsley was on there with Leah, and she admits that Martin, Boxer Martin, Tinsdale, Tinsdale, when did you change your name? Love you, Martin. Yes, I would love to meet you in life because A, I'd be afraid of you, but B, I'd also want to give you a hug, and then C, I'll pay you money to tell you about my life's problems so you can be like my therapist, my boxing coach, my therapist, like everything in one. I would totally do that. So Martin, I'm going to be looking for you and your boxing place so I can meet you. So just be aware. So yeah, back to Tinsley. She admits that Martin was one of the ones that really helped make her decision to pack up and go to Chicago and be with Scott. Obviously, Martin wasn't like, yeah, you should be with Scott. You should just up and leave. She's just referring. Whenever she was with Martin at a lesson, a boxing lesson, she learned that you should just do what the fuck you want to do. You got to do what you got to do. You've always known. You've always known. So she's always known, and realistically, as viewers... And probably even the housewives. We all knew that she wanted to be with Scott. We knew that. I did find out that it was a bit surprising. Andy asked Tinsley if Carol, because Carol's the one, if we recall, she's the one that actually set up her and Scott. (laughs) However, if you go on Instagram and you go to Sonia's posts about this past episode, Sonia says... 
Yep, I take in Tinsley, one of my really good girlfriends, help her get back into her, you know, her shit, her life, blah, blah, blah. I introduce her to Scott. Leah goes on there and she's like, Sonia Morgan, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, Sonia, do we not recall? Do you see the receipts on the show? See the receipts. Carol, Carol Radswell, she's the one that <laughs> introduced Scott to Tinsley. But that's another classic reason of why Sonia Morgan is the shit and I love everything about her. <sighs> we find out that. Then Tinsley also says that she was not the one that blocked Dorinda on Instagram. Dorinda was, in fact, the person that blocked Tinsley on Instagram. Hmm. If we recall, it was whenever they were going to the pumpkin patch winery thing. That's whenever Tinsley and Dorinda had her thing. Well, really, that's whenever Dorinda went cray cray. But yeah, Tinsley admits that Dorinda was the one that did that. So really, at the end of the day, who done it? The world will never know, except for Tinsley and Dorinda. So we got to put that to bed. And now, since we're all snuggled up under our sheets before we go to bed, let's talk about the main event. And again... That was really dumb, the whole bed thing. I was trying to make it fun and cool, but I realized that it was just stupid. So, the main event, people. I always love episodes like this because, well, first of all, I love whenever the housewives do the whole holiday shit on the show. If you notice, it's always Halloween and Christmas time whenever they do the housewives of New York City. I'm trying to think, um, as far as other shows, all I know, honestly, is the whole Halloween and the Christmas stuff is always New York because Dorinda gets all super stoked about it. Bluestone Manor, super into Christmas. And then she did one year for a Halloween. It's just insane. So we're at Halloween time here. I love it. Stuff's a coming. They are going to this place called Blood Manor. Now, originally when I heard it before I even watched the rest of the episode, basically when I heard the fucking word Blood Manor, I thought... It was Dorinda's place, Bluestone Manor, and I thought she just renamed it for the sake of Halloween. But Blood Manor is a real place in New York City come Halloween time, and I want to go to that too. So after I see you, Martin, then I'm going to go to Blood Manor. So be ready, New York City, because I'm coming. Now, obviously, you might be hearing a dog right now. That's my dog upstairs. He's going crazy. So sorry. Okay, now we see Luann. Episode starts with Luann meeting one of her uh, directors for her Mary F. Kill show. And I guess at this point they're, they're, they're auditioning. They're auditioning for people to be a part of her show, all these comedians and shit. Sonia comes in to assist. Obviously she comes in late because she's a queen and I love everything about her. And also on a side note, Luann has been wearing these sequin uh, jersey jackets and I fucking love them. Like, yes, honey, I want one. And I do know because I've looked on her website before. I think it's like CountessLuann.com or whatever. I don't know. Could be wrong on that. But Google it. She is selling one of those jersey jackets. Obviously, it's not going to be hers, but I believe, I believe they're Giovanni jackets, to be honest, but she is selling the Giovanni jacket that she wears with like the butterflies or the, um, I don't know, birds or something on her jacket. And then in the back, it says Giovanni. She's selling that shit on her website. So if you're interested enough, go to her website, get the Giovanni jacket, and then you can sing feeling Giovanni. Okay. They're doing the whole, let's do auditions, all this cool stuff. So after the whole auditioning thing, we get to the big important shit. 
Tinsley and Scott. They have gotten back together. We see that Tinsley really admits that, honestly, to Leah via phone call. (laughs) FaceTime, of course. So we find out that they're getting back together and she's moving to Chicago. Tinsley, I'll be looking for you. I'll look for you in the the Lou Malnati's, okay? Lou Malnati's, honey. After we find that out, she wants to tell all of the girls. So I think she she's definitely planning on doing that whenever they go to Bluestone Manor. So let's let's talk a little bit about Bluestone or I'm sorry, not Bluestone Manor, Blood Manor, Blood Manor. (laughs) Okay, Dorinda, I just want to say her outfit was fucking killer. The whole all black with some little bits of skeleton. That had to have been some sort of outfit that she put together. It was not one outfit that you buy. I I almost feel like it was some sort of, she wore the whole black leotard skeleton thing and then she put some sort of like cutout shirt on top of it. I don't know, but it looked fucking great. Dorinda, if you can put on your Instagram where you got that shit, I want to wear that stuff for Halloween this year because I fucking loved it. I also love the fact that Luann came as a cougar. She looked so cute. Loved it. And honestly, I knew that she was tall, but goddamn, she got leg for days. I never knew that she was that tall. And I, for some odd reason, saw it whenever she was dressed as a cougar. So, but I loved her costume. It was great. So after we see the girls coming, well, as we're seeing the girls coming to Blood Manor, Loved, loved two reactions of the girls walking with the big monster guy, which first of all, I thought was Martin. I was really disappointed it wasn't because he was a large guy and the way that his voice sounded to me sounded like Martin. But the two reactions that I enjoyed thoroughly was Ramona's and Sonia's. Ramona, she just screams, you know, like Ramona does. And then Sonia, she screams while she runs. It was amazing. It made me laugh so much. It was so amazing. Then as they're going into the haunted house, I also love this little comedic thing that Sonia always gives us for majority of every episode. There is this one thing that happened in the haunted house that I appreciated so much. Ramona is like, stay close, stay close, girls. And you just see comedic relief yet again from Sonia because that's what she does. That's the shit she writes. Soon as Ramona says, stay close, Sonia takes her hand and takes like a little strand of Ramona's hand. so she can stay close just grabbing a small piece of hair I thought that was fucking hysterical and if you guys missed it definitely go back and check it out because it happens quickly but it is effective to me I enjoyed it it was great so after they're done with a haunted house which it looked really scary and Dorinda was scared and she doesn't scare really easily so she says but they were all scared so they go to a restaurant afterwards Tinsley is back together with Scott And Leah knows that, so she wants to make a toast to Tinsley. So, yeah, way to go. You're back with Scott. Blue, blue, blue. So Dorinda just can't let go of the Tinsley and Scott thing. And I don't really know why. We all know that Dorinda's having a hard time thus far within the season. Shit's going on. She's mourning the loss of Richard. She broke up with John. There's just a lot. She is, for some odd reason, projecting all of her unhappiness and her anger toward Tinsley. Now, if I were to think about it, maybe could the reason be 
she's seeing that Tinsley wants to find happiness with Scott and now she is happy with Scott and maybe Dorinda's jealous in some type of way. I have really no idea, but there has to be one specific reason that she's projecting all of her shit onto Tinsley and I feel bad. Leah's toasting to Tinsley. I love to see this season for Tinsley. I really feel like she grew into her. I really feel like we we really got to know the real Tinsley this season. And for some odd reason, I think she was holding it back from previous seasons for whatever reason. Maybe she was nervous. Who knows? But she was a tough ass bitch this year and I appreciated it. And I just wish that I would have seen it more when we first met her because I just love to see Tinsley grow. I think she went out with a bang, so to speak. I also love the fact that she stood up to Dorinda whenever Dorinda was basically giving her shit barely even noticing or being happy for her when she was like I'm moving to Chicago and all this kind of stuff Tinsley just fires back you go girl because we've been waiting to see that for years and you never did it because you don't like confrontation and I get that I don't either but I just really enjoyed seeing you be human and just letting it go because even the nicest people freak the fuck out sometimes and they can't take people's bullshit and we saw you do that this season or yeah we definitely saw you do that more this season someone texted me okay so I appreciated that we also find out that Sonia is getting her Sonia by Sonia Morgan in Century 21 congrats to her I don't know where Century 21 is but I know that I've been on Sonia's website for her fashion line and I think all of her shit is so beautiful I really do and I am like Leah I don't really do the whole frilly dilly fluffy type of shit as far as the dress but I really like Sonia's stuff like I would wear some of her shit it's just a little too expensive for me right now even though her stuff is you know balling on a budget it's not Kim's budget I'm working on it okay Sonia I'm working on getting there girl okay So from there, after the dinner, days go by or whatever, Ramona is taking Dorinda and Sonia to this party planner's place or something, a warehouse or whatever. And I guess Sonia and Dorinda didn't know that it was a fucking hour away, like outside of New York City. So Ramona doesn't say anything. She almost makes everything a surprise. And usually they're not good surprises. So Sonia and Dorinda were a little butthurt about that. The reason why they're going to this warehouse is because Ramona is trying to set up a birthday for herself. She is planning it. And I guess the guy at the warehouse, he was like, so how many people do you want to do this for? And then she's like, well, I'm going to do my I'm going to do my birthday for about 60 of my girlfriends because I really want it. I want it to be a coming out party for myself because I'm like single and I'm like 60. Is she 60? I don't know how old she is, but whatever. She just wants to have 60 girlfriends at her at her birthday party because she has so many girlfriends. Dorinda suggests that Ramona's birthday is close to Sonia's birthday, so they should do a joint party. And then Ramona. Ooh, Ramona Coaster, honey, freaks out. In a fun way, not like, bitch, what the fuck? In a fun way. And she's like, no, I can't do that because it's like my coming out as being a single woman. And and like, I just want to have it with my 60 girlfriends. Sonia's like, if I have to hear the fucking 60 girlfriends anymore, I'm going to hit you. So that's not going to happen. Ramona's doing a birthday party by herself only focusing on herself she doesn't want to share the stage she sounds kind of like Luann as far as like taking center stage but life isn't a cabaret to her life is just turtle time if we recall older episodes my older fans as far as not older being your oldest fuck I'm saying people who've been there from the beginning turtle time that's what I mean that happens <laughs> Ramona 
<laughs> expresses that she wants to give back to all. She, I want to give back to all my girlfriends from the past 30 years for being there for me. So I, I, I can't have a joint birthday party. Ramona, you're great. I love it. Larry Scott apparently is the party planner for New York City. He's like the biggest party planner. I never heard of him. Even if I lived in New York, probably never heard of him. There's a funny quote that Dorinda says about the whole Larry David or not Larry David, Larry, Larry Scott. He's got two first names. Ah, so we'll get into that whenever we get to the quote of the week. Um, we see Leah at her apartment. Her daughter comes with her baby daddy, Rob, which again, I want them to be together. I just like their vibe. It's very Dolores and Frank Catania. I fucking love it. They love each other, it seems. So when we see Leah with her baby daddy and her daughter, she is saying in her commentary her relationship about Rob, and I thought it was fun. She says that it's really nice to have Rob. She wants Rob to get rid of this big-ass plant that she doesn't feel like throwing out. So she says in her commentary, she's like, it's really nice to have him around to co-parent and do all the man stuff uh, that she needs. (laughs) And then she says... After there's like a little bit of silence, she's like, well, except the one man thing. And with that, I have batteries. Yes, honey. Yes. We all know what that means. It was great. I love that. That's why I love Leah. She's a great addition to the Housewives. I am curious how the dynamic of the women is going to change. But now that Tinsley is gone, are they going to bring someone in? Obviously, we're seeing Elise a lot. I definitely don't think that she's going to. She's not interesting enough to me to be an actual regular housewife. But bring Bethany back. (laughs) Bring Barbara back. Okay, so Ramona and Luann meet Tinsley for drinks at this place called Tea Bar. So Ramona wants to share her congratulations to Tinsley because she was kind of being a biatch with uh, Dorinda at the Blood Manor uh, restaurant thing after they went to the haunted house. So she wants to congratulate Tinsley because she knew that she was being a bitch. So it is amazing whenever Ramona is congratulating Tinsley, then all of a sudden we see this like big burly dude and I'm like who the fuck is this guy well guess what people it was Ramona's date okay Ramona had just gotten to the t-bar to hang out with Tinsley and Luann and then I'm pretty sure like five or ten minutes later her date shows up and she's like oh my god you're like early oh my god she needs to give me like another half hour and I love the fact that Tinsley's like in her little confessional thing she says well at least she cared for me like a little bit and she like puts up her hand and just does like a little smidge almost like the size of an ant. So that was great. I appreciated that. <laughs> Ramona, I hope that date was good. Uh, he also seems slightly boring, but uh, yeah, I don't understand it. The men that these women date, I'm not saying being married to, except for Tom, he was an asshole. But as far as the people that they date, why do they all seem so damn boring? They do, for whatever reason. That's an interesting thing that maybe I'll reflect on a little bit, but it's really not going to change anything. <laughs> thing in my life but anyways yeah why are the men so boring I just want to know the episode ends where Tinsley says hey I'm moving to Chicago Luann's like are you coming to my Halloween party and she's like no because I'm moving tomorrow she did that super duper fast and everyone's saying yeah that's really fast but if you think about it maybe her decision to move there is super fast but we've seen in the past what two years or something that they have been on and off in the first place I mean listen I remember that I went to to the Anderson Cooper show with Andy Cohen, the A squared show. It was at the Chicago Theater. Went with my mom. Yes. And we went there. That's a fucking great show, by the 
way, I encourage all of you, once COVID shit is slightly, I, I, I have no idea when we're going to be back to normal. Who knows if that will even happen. But whenever we can go back into theaters and see entertainment shit, if they do a tour again, you need to go see them because they're hilarious. Anderson Cooper, I also didn't know was as funny as he is. That's all I'm saying. So we go see their show. And guess who makes a special appearance? Our girl, Tinsdale. Tinsley. And I'm pretty sure she wasn't technically with Scott at that point, but you know the bitch was there to see Scott. I mean, why else would she go to Chicago? To enjoy the sights? Probably not. So she was probably secretly seeing Scott, even though she wasn't really being secret about it because she came out in the Chicago theater. So there we go. But we knew that that was going to happen. So I really don't think the girls making a big deal like, oh, it's so fast. I really don't think it was that fast. I just think her decision to move there was just on a whim. And you know what? People do that kind of shit. Look at Khloe Kardashian. She married Lamar Odom after what, 60 days or some shit? Who knows? That didn't end up well for her. But you know what? Life is about experience. They're doing different experiences for themselves. And if it leaves them happy... Let them fucking do it. So you go, Tinsley. I like what you did. And I hope to see you somewhere down on Michigan Avenue or some shit. I love to see you in Chicago. Let's get some drinks. That's all I'm saying. Let's go get drinks. Tinsley's packing at her apartment, which is her hotel room, really. Leah shows up and so does Sonia to help her pack and just talk and all this kind of stuff. Dale, her mother, is super emotional because she's saying that life is changing and her life's going to be in Chicago. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, Dale, you can just go to Chicago. It's not that big of a deal. So I was talking to my mother about this. My mother says, yeah, but her mother has roots in New York now, too. And it's going to be hard for her to go to Chicago and make all these friends. At least that's what my mom says. And I was like, well, what the heck? One of my friends just did it. Then my mom, she wasn't throwing shade, but maybe one could consider this shade. She says, yeah, but Dale is older. It's harder to pick up your life and make roots whenever you're older. And I was just like, damn, that's pretty insightful. I do have to say, when I moved to Chicago, I was like, what, 27 or something? It took me a while to make friends. It did. I can see what she's saying about that. It doesn't happen overnight. So I I get what she's saying. Also, funny note, I love how Sonia thinks Chicago is pronounced (laughs) Chi-Town and not Chi-Town. She says something about, oh yeah, I'm excited for her to go to Chi-Town. Girlfriend, it's not Chi-Town, it's Chi-Town. But it's so cute. Come visit us in Chicago and we'll, we'll give you an education about Chicago. Okay, Sonia, hit me up on my Insta. I love that they did the little time capsule for Tinsley at the very end of the show like they do whenever the season's ending and they do all this reflection and then they have like the little paragraph about what they're doing now and all this shit. They did that specifically for Tinsley and it was I love the fact that it was just her like this was her moment and I just thought that was really really sweet and I was very happy to see it and I think it was just a really nice way and a good farewell for her and her fans to see and I loved it. I really thought it was sweet. I I really did. Now, because of this episode, I hate how they do this. They say, oh, here's what's next to come on the season. And then you see a bunch of shit because there is a shit ton of stuff that's going on. We see Ramona and Leah. They're having issues. I guess Ramona is saying that Leah cheapens the friend group. And then you just see Leah say, bitch, I elevate this shit. Yes, I can't 
wait for that episode. It's going to be fucking awesome. So, but since we did see, oh, coming up on this season, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, what, like a two-week break from actual episodes, and they'll probably do the shit that they're doing now with uh, Beverly Hills, having two of the housewives come on, play previous episodes, but have current, the the housewives doing commentary about it, because Dorit and Garcelle are doing that. It's cute. It's fun. But I want my episodes back. I want the new episode. I need to know the shit. So give us the dish. So let's get on to the dueling divas. Pretty simple. We all know who it is. Tinsley versus everyone minus Leah. When Tinsley posts on Instagram that she's back with Scott, she did that on this episode. All the girls are mad that she didn't even tell them first. Like Ramona or Luann, one of them said like, oh, well, they should have. She should have told us first. Like that's what a real girlfriend does. Bitch, who the fuck cares? You found out on Instagram. Big deal. You should be happy for her. Maybe she didn't want to tell you because she wanted Dorinda to be all, all up her asshole because that's the other dueling diva, clearly Tinsley and Dorinda. But at this point, I don't even think it's like Tinsley's not even fighting back. Well, I mean, she kind of did. Yeah. But at this point, this is just all Dorinda's issue. It really is. So dueling divas, super simple. Tinsley versus everyone minus Leah because of the whole post on Instagram and Dorinda just can't shake the whole thing with Tinsley and Scott, which really shouldn't be anything if it were up to me. I think when I went on, yeah, this was definitely on Instagram. When I went on Tinsley's Instagram, she posted the way that Scott proposed to her. I think it was sometime last November. And I was just excited that I knew where the fuck that he did it. He did it at the church literally across the street. I don't know if it's a church, but it looks very churchish. It is right across the street from the Macy's on Michigan Avenue, which was my first job when I got to Chicago because I didn't have one. I just did it on a whim. He proposed to the church looking building right across from, from the Macy's. What road is that? Pearson. Pearson in Michigan. That's where it was. Loved it. Congratulations, Scott and Tinsley. Love it. Um, cool. Let's move on to the weekly shade. Okay, Weekly Shade. There's some good shit. First off, Sonia expresses that she's never been paid for any... (laughs) She's never... Everything that she's done for Luann as far as her cabaret shows, you know, she gets up there and she, like, takes off her dress or whatever. Oops! I didn't mean to do it, but yes, I did. Um... (laughs) She explains, with all the help that I've given Lou, she's never paid me once. That was a little bit of a shade. But she loves doing the show, and obviously we see that. Um... I also thought it was a great little shade that Sonia throws about Luann saying, yeah, anything that Luann does now, if she like goes to the bathroom, there's going to be a way that she's going to try to make it funny because Luann is all of a sudden a comedian, which she really isn't. I mean, is is she really a singer? Come on. <sighs> but she's great. Money can't buy your class. Yes. Ooh. Another shade. This was great shade thrown by Tinsley whenever they're in Blood Manor. And there are these two girls, like actors, playing um, ghouls or some shit. And they're like laughing. (laughs) Tinsley's like, are those cackling monster twins, Ramona and Sonia? Oh, that was good. That was really good. I just enjoyed that because she got the shit right. Maybe maybe that's Ramona and Sonia in the next life. Who knows? But it was great. This was kind of mean shade. 
thrown by Dorinda. I'm not surprised. To Tinsley. That's why I'm not surprised that it's kind of mean. She says once Tinsley announces, I'm back with Scott. I'm going to move to Chicago. Dorinda is saying, oh, now you can finally get rid of your hotel room since you're moving to Chicago. And then after that, she completely ignores Tinsley whenever she's trying to come back with a remark and she just completely ignores her. Come on, Dorinda. I'm pretty sure Dorinda thinks the only reason why she never had an apartment in New York is because she wasn't living in in New York full time. And realistically, she wasn't. She was going back to New York, to Chicago, to Florida. She was kind of all over the place, but she lived in New York for the show. And you know what? That's fine. Whatever. It's over now. We're going to have someone else in New York. Andy Cohen, hire me. I'll move to New York. Let's do this shit. Or make something in Chicago. Make it happen, honey. Dorinda also says something about a turkey baster. (laughs) She says that Tinsley could use a turkey baster to try to make a baby. Whoa, that wasn't cool. And I think, yeah, it just wasn't cool. That was kind of mean. We all know that Tinsley's wanted to have a baby for a while. And she knows that it's been tricky just because she hasn't been with anyone. She wants to do it with Scott. She froze her eggs. Cool. Dorinda, you don't have to say, oh, now you can use a turkey baster to get pregnant. Come on. Why are you so mad? Jeez. However, if you want to know anything about a turkey baster, it's really funny. Check out an Impractical Jokers episode. Uh, Q says something. It's hilarious. I would probably just say uh, Impractical Jokers turkey baster and see what the fuck he says in his little challenge. It's hilarious. And that's why I laughed when I said turkey baster in the first place. So check that out. But yeah, Dorinda, that was not nice shade. That's mean. Be better than the gap. Whenever they were at the warehouse... (sighs) Larry Scott or David, whatever the fuck his name is, because Ramona's coming out party is such a big deal and she's showing pictures of what she wants. Dorinda's like, what the fuck are we going to a wedding or something like, geez, Louise, the next party is going to be like, I have my first period party. I heard my first period party and it's going to be all this elaborate shit like Ramona. Come on. You're having a birthday party for 60 of your girlfriends. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> that was fun, Shade. Let's go to the quote of the week. So we have a few here. Sonia, if we recall, running away from the zombie that scares her. <laughs> she says, I, I should have worn a diaper. <sighs> depends, girl. You go. Get those depends. You need to wear the diaper. Do it. But I thought that was fun. Also, as I said, Dorinda, she does do some good shit. She says about Ramona doing the whole birthday party. She says, it's always the Ramona show. For God's sakes, I barely celebrate Jesus Christ himself that much. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Super. I've never seen that show, but I heard it's really good. But yeah, she barely celebrates Jesus Christ himself. But Ramona wants that. Damn. Also, whenever the women were at the warehouse, first of all, you saw all that fucking sugar and all those chocolates. Like, I wanted to go there just so I could have a chocolate pretzel or two. Maybe there were even chocolate graham crackers. But I would go just for that. Dorinda says, I feel like I've been kidnapped. How did this happen? And we're in some warehouse five billion miles away from her house on a Wednesday afternoon being ignored, overdosing on sugar. And now we have to do a promo piece for Larry Scott's business? Whew. That was Dorinda's frustration. Totally understandable. I did see that they were enjoying the sugar, though. So she was basically having a sugar high when she was doing that confessional. Maybe she still had the sugar from the chocolate pretzels and shit that she was eating from Larry Scott's place. It was a great little quote. My quote of the week. And really, 
it's not even like a huge thing, but for some odd reason, to me, I loved it. And it's only one word said multiple times from our girl, Ramona. (sighs) Whenever Dorinda at the warehouse says to Ramona about the hosting of her birthday party, she's like, why don't we just get a shit ton of sushi, get this like big ass long table and just get people sitting on the table and we cover their bodies up with sushi. It's like a dining experience, like, you know, sex in the city. Ramona, here's a quote. Ew, ew, ew. Ugh. I didn't do it the way that Ramona did it. I tried, but like, I can't get it. I... She just does it and it's hilarious and I don't know, but that was my quote of the week. Maybe you all have a different one. And if you do, let us know on our Instagram. I'd love to know your quote of the weeks. This could be really fun. We could chat it up. But yeah, my quote of the week. Ew, ew, ew. Ramona, love you. Yes, I do. It was great. Nothing more to say, but ew. (sighs) That was the quote of the week. So as I said, I'm pretty sure after we saw the whole Tinsley goodbye thing, which again, I thought it was very lovely. So Disney-esque. It was great. I almost have a feeling that they're probably going to take a couple week break, if you say, just to kind of expand and make us wait a little bit longer for the season because they're doing that with Beverly Hills. But you know what? I could be fucking wrong. Who knows? I just have that inkling in my heart and in my soul. So this week... We'll see the commentary with Garcelle and Dorit. Tonight, we'll see if Laura gets her ass fired from Captain Sandy, which she should. Oh, reunion part three for Vanderpump Rules. That will be interesting. As I said, pretty sure the show is on its way out, especially since all of this other stuff came up to the surface. Um, so we'll see about that. Thursday, they didn't say anything for the new episode for New York, so we'll just have to wait and see. But thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate your ears every single week. And it's a lot of fun. So follow us on Instagram, Believe Podcasts and Believe Pop Culture. That's B-L-E-A-V. Definitely like and subscribe. Please, please, please. That's super helpful for me. And then we just want to get the word out about this show. We want people to know about it. We want your friends to know about it. We want your family members to know about it. We want to make this like a big happy family of Real Housewives East Coast shit. Okay, even if you're on the West Coast, join us on the East. Okay, we're here for you. So like us, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give a nice little rating. Five stars, of course. And even if you don't want five stars, just do it anyways, because don't hurt my feelings. Okay. Okay. Enough of myself promo in. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be kind to one another. Enjoy your week. Enjoy Bravo. And uh, chat with wins, guys, next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.